For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Uh, today, we're not doing commentary, but I'm going to do a quick take. And I read this somewhere. I'm trying to figure out where I read it. I want to say it was on Reddit. I want to say it was on uh, Reddit. It was a, a parent forum on Reddit. Uh, but it's on code words with your kids. And I think you're going to like this. Um, sometimes kids want to spend the night at someone's house or go to somebody's house and sometimes they get pressured into asking you if they can go to somebody's house, right? And we want to take our kids' uh, mental well-being into consideration here uh, and their feelings. And so sometimes the kid wants to go to someone's house and they really want to go. Sometimes they feel like they're being pressured into going someplace where they don't want to go. And uh, I read this where this parent has code words with their kids. And so if the kid really actually wants to go somewhere, when they call to ask permission, and that's what you do. Tell your kids they always have to ask permission. Tell their friends they always have to ask permission. They can't go somewhere without asking permission from a parent. That's just how it is. I'm going to get in trouble if I don't ask. And so when you set that precedent early, then you allow them to do this. And it says, I'm present for you. I'm listening to you. I'm going to take care of you when you need it. If the kid really wants to go somewhere, they say, may I go to... Gavin's house. My son's friend's name is Gavin. So may I go to Gavin's house means I actually want to go. Will you let me go? Can I please go? If the kid says, can I go to Gavin's house? That means I don't want to go. I'm feeling pressure into going. Don't make me go. And you and they know the code, but other kids don't know the code. They don't know that may I means I really want to go, and can I means I don't want to go. And you may not know why. There might be something going on, especially when the kids get to the tween teen age, and there might be something going on at someone's house that they know you'd disapprove of. They don't really want to be involved in it, but they can't. They don't have really the chutzpah at that point um, just to tell another kid, hey, I don't want to go. I'm not going to go to this. Um... I don't want to be involved in that. And that's okay. It's okay to not want to be the kid that stands out that's like, hey, maybe there's a party where there's going to be drinking and they don't want to go there, but they don't want to come out and be like, I don't want to go to a party because there's going to be alcohol there. And they don't want to be that kid. Then they can call you and say, hey, can I go to um, so-and-so's house? They're having a party and I really want to go. And you heard, can I go? Which means I might say I want to go, but I don't want to go. And then you don't have to say, oh, you don't want to go? Why don't you want to go? Just know that your kid doesn't want to go to something. Or if it says, hey, may I go to so-and-so's house having a party and I really want to go, and you heard, may I go, and that means yes. It meets all the criteria for our family standard. You can have a family standard. Hey, if there's going to be alcohol at a party and you're underage, you can't be there, right? If I find out, there will be consequences for that. That's our family standard. Uh, if there aren't going to be parents home and there's going to be boys and girls there, and you're of X age, then that's not okay. If the parents are home, and they're awake and present, and we know them, then okay. So if you've got a family standard, 
and they call you and go, hey, may I go to so-and-so's house? That means to you, it meets all the family standard things. If it says, can I go? It means something's up. I don't know what it is. Uh, but no, you can't go. Like, oh man, please. I want to go, please. They can say whatever they want to. You can have a whole back and forth thing. You're like, nope, can't go. Can't go. You better be home. And then it lets them off the hook. Uh, that's one version. The other version is if there's some place and something's going on that they don't like and they want to leave, then they've got the code with you. It can be, hey, what's for dinner tonight? And that's the code for come get me, I need to get out of here, I don't want to be here anymore, please come get me. And it can be for any reason. So some of you know, um, I've got a deal with my son. If he's someplace and somebody tries to show him porn or turns it on or tries to show him a book or a magazine or a website of some kind, I told him, if he will leave and tell me, I'll give him 200 bucks. Because it's that big of a deal to me. I want him to come to me first. I want him to know that there's a place you can go that's going to be safe. Dad's not going to punish you for someone trying to show you that. We're going to talk about it. We'll work through it together. That's what I want with him. And so he might not be able to call me and be like, hey, someone just turned porn on and I got to get out of here. He doesn't want to say that in front of a friend, but he can call and say, hey, dad, what's for dinner tonight? Or, hey, is so-and-so coming to visit? Like, whatever the whatever you want that code to be with your kid, you can figure it out. But it just lets you know, hey, I don't feel safe. I'm uncomfortable. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't feel safe. I'm uncomfortable. I want to come home. And as a parent, you're present, you're listening, you're in their life. That says, definitely, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to come get you. And then once you get there, you can find out once they get in the car and they're alone. Hey, what was going on? Like, well, so-and-so was being mean. They were bullying me. Or, hey, someone started to show me porn. Or, hey, something was going on that wasn't our family standard and I wanted to leave. And by the way, if your kid ever does that, by all means, praise them for it. Reward them for being a good kid, right? It's a great thing. Anybody listening to the podcast is present in their kid's life. They're available for their child. They're in their kid's life. They want to, to have a better relationship with their kid. This is one of those ways you can have that. It's one of those ways you can have that is those family code words with your child. Uh, and I'm trying to think if anybody's listening that can think of other situations and where you might need something like that, especially with your daughter, right? Your daughter gets to the dating age and she calls and says, hey, what's for dinner tomorrow night? And you're like, what? You're like, I'm there. I'm there for you. Whatever is going on, I'm going to be there for you, right? Um, but you could have you could have those conversations about anything. And it just lets your kid know if you go, hey, if someone's being mean to you and you're being bullied and you feel uncomfortable or you're, you know, everybody's ganging up on you for some reason, whatever the reason might be, and you want to leave, all you got to do is call and say this phrase, right? You have to call and be like, hey, I'm being picked on. I want to come home. Like, what if another kid is listening and they don't want to say that in front of another kid? Those code words are a big deal. Those code words are a big deal. So I'm sure I'll think of some more at some point. But for now, thanks, Joe Turner. For now, I think that's a good one. Man, I was so impressed at that one. I was like, that is a present parent. I'm going to use that in all of our parenting talks from now on. The code words with your kids as they get older and older, right? And then we've got to have a conversation at some point. What is the proper age to get your kid a phone, right? And what kind of a phone do you get them? Do you get them a smartphone? Do you not get them a smartphone? 
like those things. Like my kid is at the age now where they go to the park, you know, on their own, they go down the street, they go different places and without like instant communication, I don't know. Like he's not at the age where I'm going to give him a phone yet. I'm just not down with that yet. Uh, and it's coming down the line. I know it's coming down the line soon. So we got to have that conversation at some point too. What are some good guidelines for that? Uh, I did see a thing the other day. It said adults of Reddit. How did you do it? And my thing was therapy. Go to therapy. Find a third party. Uh, when you get to an impasse with your spouse, you need a third party. And you need it before you get to the impasse. That preventative maintenance stuff is just like oil changes. Go on a regular basis. Let's say you're getting along with your spouse, right? You have a good relationship. You're getting along. Then you go, you know, three times a year. You go, you know, four times a year, once a quarter. No big deal. Uh, and if the problems arise where you've got stuff going on, then go more often. Or if you're at a really big impasse, like we can't get past this thing. This thing happened and we can't get past it and we keep talking about it over and over. We keep having the same fight. Then you go see a third party. That therapy, that preventative maintenance is such a good idea. And personal stuff, personal things. Like I went to my therapist and I said, there's good things going on in my life and I'm not experiencing the joy I feel like I ought to be experiencing. How can we get past this point? And that's what I'm working on with him right now. That preventative maintenance, making me a better person. It'll make you a better spouse, a better parent, a better worker. It'll make you a better person. So my big input on that one is therapy. Hope you're having a great week. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a great 4th of July. Uh, I had a great one. I'm just now catching up on my sleep. I was up all night trying to smoke that 16 pound, 17 pound brisket. Uh, it went pretty well, pretty well. Not perfect, but pretty well. Next time will be better. Uh, I got some more tips and some more pointers, uh, but have a great week. We've got some great programs coming up this week. I hope you're going to enjoy them. God bless. We'll see you soon. Thanks to our sponsors today, Save the Storks at SaveTheStorks.com, my favorite pro-life organization, and also to Blinkist, Blinkist.com slash Rebel Parenting, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Rebel Parenting, 15-minute summaries, they call them Blinks, 15-minute summaries of nonfiction books, fantastic, fantastic service, you will enjoy it.